0: What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. Do yourself a favor and subscribe. Uh, go on any audio podcast app that you've got. Please rate us well. Give us them five stars. Leave a leave a good comment in the comment section. Let people know that you're enjoying the show and spreading the love and spreading the word at the Whiskey Ginger. Thank you so much. Uh, this episode is a good one that you picked. I'm back in town from Louisiana. Had a phenomenal time taking some me time with some boys. I chipped my tooth. Uh-huh. Put it on Instagram. I chipped my tooth on a crawfish boil. I don't know what I'm doing, man. It's embarrassing. But I'm back, and I'm ready to hit the road again. Next week, I'm going to be in Vancouver. Vancouver, Canada. That's how they talk up there. Vancouver, Canada. Uh, I'm going to be in Vancouver for JFL Northwest. Uh, Then the following week, uh, I'm going to be in Bakersfield, California, back here in Southern California. In the final two uh, days, two weekend days of the month of February, I'm going to be in... um, Detroit, and then Atlanta. Uh, Excited for that. March dates are also up. Of course, Philly is the first weekend in March. Then I do Chicago, my hometown. Uh, Then I go to Connecticut, and then I finish off the month of March uh, doing Cincinnati and Cleveland, Ohio. Shout out to Ohio. To my boy Travis Kelsey, who won the Super Bowl. Pretty incredible. He's an Ohio boy. Big ups to that dude. Um, If you want to see the rest of the dates, go to andrewsantino.com. That's where everything is, you know? People keep asking, where can I find this? Where can I find that? AndrewSantino.com is the only way to get all that stuff. Don't buy tickets from these fake bullshit sites. They're ripping people off. Uh, I'm sick of hearing about it. It makes me so angry. Go to my site. Buy from my site. It's secured and it's um, uh, it's legit. So you're not getting ripped off by some third-party website. Go to AndrewSantino.com for all the tickets, all the dates. Also go there for merch, like this amazing hat. I've got a collection of incredible stuff on there. Uh, uh, hoodies, t-shirts, beanies, or toques if you're Canadian. Um, and uh, also that's where our Patreon is. If you want to join the Patreon, it gives you exclusive access to things about the show that no one else gets. Special guests, uh, special surprises. They also get live QA, um, different tiers. So uh go there to get the Patreon, the merch, and also all my tour dates at andrewsantino.com. That's the number one place to go. Don't be fooled by the rest. Stick with the best. Okay. Whiskey ginger fans, a lot of you might be living with chronic pain and it's the worst. I understand millions of Americans suffer from this. I suffer from uh, pain myself from running. I've, I've been running for years and years and I have a lot of pain in my knees uh, and especially in my back. Uh, I found a bunch of different solutions, but I got to tell you this one might be the best. Uh, OmaX cryofreeze. It's phenomenal. It's a roll-on applicator. You can get it non-roll on if you want, but I love the roll-on applicator. Um, it's cryofreeze with a CBD roller ball inside of it. It's a triple action pain relief. Um, it's formulated to b- block these pain receptors, reduce inflammation. And improves your muscle and joint flexibility. Um, it's 100% natural, which I'm a huge proponent of. There's no chemicals in there. Uh, it gives it to you from the earth and um, CBD-powered remedy works its magic. You know, within like 10 minutes of applying it, and this stuff lasts. I got to tell you, for six to eight hours, it's pretty incredible stuff. Um, unlike its competitors who aren't natural, that's my biggest thing. You know, I I think it's a big deal to have natural remedies to help out so you're not pumping your body with more chemicals because I'm already pumping a lot of booze in there, dude. Uh, But Omax Health is offering uh, my listeners 20% off a full bottle of cryo fees, CBD pain relief, roll-on, plus free shipping. Okay, that's pretty incredible. Uh, If you're not sold, there's plenty of pro athletes that are using this stuff. Kyle Stanley is a great golfer who uses it. He recovers on and off the course. Uh, The product reviews here are 95%, five stars. Okay, so guess what? It's dope. People like it. Um, I dig it, man. I think Omax cryofreeze is the way to go. Forget his; com- the competitors just don't have what this has, and they're not natural. So uh, do yourself a favor, man. Go to Omax, O-M-A-X, Omaxhealth.com, and enter the promo code Whiskey to get yourself 20% off. Once again, that's O-M-A-X, HEALTH, you know how to spell health, .com. Use that promo code Whiskey. get yourself 20% off. And for now, enjoy the
1: episode. In here, we pour whis- whiskey, whiskey. Whisk, You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy ginger. Like that. the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey $75 for the horse. Gingers are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. That was, um, God, it's it's so funny how you almost want him to win the presidency no, because... no way, that's insane yeah but just do you can utilize that i know the ben so I get, yeah somebody said that so somebody perfect goes, world snl perfect world is is sorry is that you uh is that you follow him at the improv or at the comedy yeah, and store I go, give it
0: up for my friend ben <laughs> Is it's just a specific restaurant all right here we go let me let me break us open ready yeah yeah baby Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger, my guest. I stumbled at the beginning for the first time. Okay. <laughs> <Whiskey drink. laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say they're for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It's Mr. Josh Adam Myers. Oh, yeah. That was good, dude. You have jam that podcast. Intro. Dude. You know I can talk from a million miles a minute. So and, and my favorite part was how many people were like, say, on drugs, dude. He's on Adderall or Coke. You know, I've never done Adderall. Really? Never, dude. Never, never. It have
1: was you done never Coke? huh have you done coke what what are you a cop i mean did your listeners do coke dude
0: <laughs> no no actually dude i haven't i've never done coke i've never done coke i've never done adderall i didn't do coke because my father was a coke addict
1: Ah, uh, ruined
0: my family yeah so no i don't do it but i've done a lot of drugs but i did all the drugs that seemed more fun to me you know like i loved mushroom i did mushrooms so many times in I did, high school dude i
1: did like three weeks ago i took mushrooms and went They're to see limp biscuit ah at the roxy Really, dude, and you know it's funny. It was the most beautiful experience of my life. Did he still have the red hat? He was wearing. It was right before Christmas, so he was wearing a Santa outfit. But let me tell you something, because I, I said that to somebody else. I was like, "Yeah, you took you took mushrooms and you went to see Limp Biscuit. I was like, "Yeah, dude." And they're like, "Dude, those people." And I was like, "This isn't Nookie nineteen ninety nine. This is 40, 45 this is year old 2020, Nookie. 2020, dude. Yeah, this is dude. We've grown like this." And I'll tell you, dude, when when he was performing. The energy in that room was unmatched. Like, that was up there with like going to see like Cat Stevens. How old is he now? He's got to be 50. Um, Give or take. I'm I'm 40. So I would say, yeah, I'd say about 50, like maybe late 40s. Yeah. No,
0: no, I I don't think he's in his 40s. I think he's got to be 50 by now. Because when he was having the, the peak of his career. Uh, someone on the internet right now is like, "What the fuck? You don't know?" Yeah, they're fucking <laughs> blowing up our.
1: Anyway, I'm trying to get him on the on the five hundred. He'll like, he'll do it right because we have Nirvana coming up and Nirvana you have, in Europe. Let's utero. make a reference
0: for what you're what you're saying for people that don't know. Josh has a podcast called The Five Hundred. Available uh, where all podcast audio is, are, am, and. But listen to
1: it on Spotify because it's Spotify, a Spotify that's original. He that's they he they pay paid, me dude. and I love you,
0: Spotify. Yeah. Fucking- they're not listening,
1: dude. They don't give a shit. Are you
0: kidding me? They're, they're, fl- they're, they're in the they're Bahamas always, right now. They're always listening, bro. <laughs> oh, they're fucking. Have you the ever feds? gone
1: on your app and, like, done, like, like the music, like, where it's kind of like they pick the music for yeah, you, judging the by the rest of the stuff that you listen to? Yeah, the radio. Dude, they they did a playlist that was, like, called, like your old school jams. And it was music. That I haven't listened to in 20 years, Isn't and that great? I've never played it on Spotify. And they knew it. They do. You remember that song that was like, "Here we go, here we go for the troops and the booze and the big Davy Day." Yeah, I like get open with that, and I was like, "Get out of my head!" I was like, "How do they know?" They return
0: back to your high school days. They dug all that shit out of your soul, dude. They know Spotify. So they listen. Spotify knows. So listen to the listen to the show. I did an episode. We did uh, a review of the Fugees, Fuji's Fuji's uh, score, yeah. So score, which is one of the best hip hop albums in the history of hip hop. So not personal. Opinion. I'm
1: going through Rolling Stone magazine's list of the 500 greatest albums with uh, other comics like uh, Santino and Christina P. And I this week. Uh, I had Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson, dude, yeah. the scientist. And we taped it uh, in his office at the American History Museum in New York City. Very, very And then I got dope. like a fucking... Free pass, like VIP to the museum, dude. I was like touching like Eskimo furs that like nobody's. It was the they shit. They let dude. you go by yourself. Well, you know, I mean, like, I'm not letting you. Know, you go I'm very charismatic, by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> dude. I'm like, I was like, can I just? You touch also this? look like
0: you might rig it to rob it that <laughs> night. You know what I mean? I'm not
1: letting you in. I was like, oh, this is great, and I'm yeah. taking photos of everything. In else. these vents, they just go throughout the whole thing, <laughs> like out to the roof. Yeah, this goes
0: right outside. This goes right outside. Okay. So one thing I want to broach with you before we even move too far forward, as you know, I'm a massive sports fan, also a big-time baseball fan, very jealous, very angry, very annoyed, very pissed off. But you had yours, dude. I know, but I couldn't fucking believe that. It blew my mind.
1: But I I think... It blew my mind. So I'm a Nationals fan, so everybody knows. Uh, You're a DC across-the-board fan. You're not just a nationals you, here you're a
0: dc cat right you, you like d- all dc shit
1: except i uh, except for trump, the redskins the nationals huge trump fan <laughs> 2020 baby He's, and his done junior in 24 that's Right, baby let's get his son in there dude <laughs> uh now i i love the area that i was born i love washington dc you i love maryland it. i love virginia much like you love chicago Damn, so yeah so when when it comes to when the Capitals won in 2018 and then the Nats won this year, I just care about those people because we grew up, you know, in not just the district, but more like the outside surrounding areas, much like Chicago. It's very middle-class, very lower yeah. middle-class. And a lot of the people that live there have nothing. They have nothing, but they work, they have their kids and then they work more. Which, That's is, it. which,
0: which in essence, truth be told is everything. Do you know what I mean? Like, we say they have nothing. They kind of have everything. They have family. They have a job. They have friends, and that's kind of as solid as it gets for them.
1: Okay, they're not. You're they 100 percent right, yeah. but most people aren't into Eckhart Tolle like we are, <laughs> where they're not present. So they're thinking, why didn't I do this, or like, did I marry the right woman? And no. it's just that's. But that's a lot of people, though, man. It is, and yeah. a lot of and dude. And how many people that you grew up with, dude, are fucking like when they were 22. Like had like they, they it was all mapped out their life they were is like planned. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people's
0: life is planned. A lot of the people that listen to the to the podcast, they probably are living that life right now, contemplating what they're gonna do for the next move. And I'm gonna tell you my advice, and Josh will tell you the same, leave the girl, buy the gun, sell your shit, <laughs> yeah. tour the country.
1: Do fentanyl. <laughs> Do fentanyl. fentanyl, man. It's great. Dude, Proud sponsor of Whiskey Ginger. <laughs> fentanyl Ginger. <laughs> We're <laughs> sipping on a little
0: bit of fentanyl today uh, on the podcast. No, but I, I think uh I th- yeah, you're right, though. It is you it so so for working class cities, when they win championships, it does something to the city. It yeah. reinvigorates the city, it brings it back to life. Now, granted, the nationals you know, that wasn't like a working boys team. You guys had some gangster ass ballers on that. Team. It's not like yeah. you were like coming out of the blue. Everybody on that squad was legit. But it's not like it was like one for the little guy. That you guys yeah. had us. You guys were stacked.
1: Rendon, Soto, Soto's probably going to be one of the best, but he's going to be up there with like Mike Trout. He'll he's be one of the best He's 21 of all time. years old. He's a child. He's a kid. Dude, it, but here's what's the thing is that you have last year, you have you have Harper leaving. Yeah. And which was great. Was great. Well, in in the long run, sure. because because in my opinion, when you have someone as big as Harper, and you know this, being this a is Chicago Bryce Sports Harper fan, for listeners that don't know, phenomenal yeah. ball player. But Bryce Harper brings an extra hundred cameras to the locker room, 100%. and everybody's yeah. studying everything because you have this guy that's got perfect hair, and he's a showboat. It's a media frenzy, so, exactly. So you get rid of him, and the team could just play baseball. That's right. Now the Nationals started horrible not horrible I guess 19 and is not horrible but that's like baseball standards is fine actually it's not that bad but they had a 0.01 percent chance of, of winning the pennant in May 31st and then should have put just, 100 grand on that I mean but who knew I know. And I don't be bet on nice. my teams, dude, because I've, I've like, one, I've just, I'm not like a gambler, but also anytime I ever did like, all right, I'll take that bet. Skins are going to beat the fucking 49ers. Lost. And the, yeah, I always <laughs> lost. And yeah. I get on the school bus and people are like, the black guy's like, oh, in your face, in your face. Ronnie Lott ran all over your ass. And you're like, all right, all right, Tyrone. So I don't want to go through that again, <laughs> but with an adult bookie. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. Want I don't know if bookies, bookies do they do
0: they that? do that. They go, whoa, 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 <laughs> oh, shit! You just lost a hundred thousand dollars. Give me your money. <laughs> yeah. me your money. There was that one dude who bet all that money. Who was betting the mattress king? That was betting all that money. Uh
1: Oh yeah, I saw that. That dude he was putting on that the in, Astros. A, uh, yeah,
0: a million bucks or some bullshit. It was just promo for him, which is the smartest marketing media scam I've ever seen. That guy deserves so much more credit than he ever got. All that dude did legitimately was trick the media into thinking he's spending money. It's just that was There's his marketing budget. Yeah, That's actually he got quite free, smart. got free media. Um anyway, congrats. Bought two matches from him. Like very yeah, well. Oh, you ago. did. You yeah, did? Sattva. Yeah, I don't sa- know. <laughs> sattva's a popular. That's what everybody likes. Sattva, it's which, all sattva. They don't sponsor the show. I'm not gonna talk about sattvas. No, but um but I but I do think uh I do think what I what I want to talk to you about, um, that I've been kicking around in my head over whether or not to talk about it. But lately a lot of people have been posting a lot of Angelo stuff. Now people that don't know um, is one of your closest friends of all time who passed away tragically, unfortunately, and you've been posting a few things about it. He's, I always, a lot of people are yeah. posting a lot of stuff about it lately. It comes back around again um, for people who are unfamiliar with the comedy world. Um, there's still a plenty of stuff online you can find. Not, that, not
1: there's like there's like maybe six sets that he has that are online. That's a good maybe. amount. I feel like I have that many and I'm alive. <laughs> like I like not a lot. I, there's not a lot of shit out there sometimes,
0: but. You can go look up uh <laughs> go look up Angelo's stuff. Um it's great. Yeah. Angelo You'll... Bowers is uh was very, very talented, very funny. When you're probably your best friends, and uh what's, what was powerful about Angelo is to in the same effect that um p- people talk about Mitch Hedberg was a great singular joke writer. When I listen to old Angelo, it reminds me of the same stuff that I listened to with old Mitch, where um it wasn't perfect. But it was great. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, it was kind of like this sweet moment of him also finding it sometimes, or him denying that it was good, or him like wiping away. Like, Mitch would do the same things. The similarity I found was Mitch would often go, All right, we can cut that out, right? Like, Angelo had that same thing. He would do that often. I don't wanna harp on him a lot, but it's been coming back up in my social feed. And I'm so curious about how that works. It's like the internet knows when you're in a mood to like feel. To give you some feels. Yeah. Fuck me. Because I was on some feel shit with the old bag and I were scrapping at each other. And then that happened. I'm on the shitter. I see you posted some, And then it got me in this emotional kind of moment. And I think it it helps uh ground us. Yeah. Because we get so floaty, dude. A stand-ups you know, like an you're podcasting, you're doing stand up, you're trying to do this and that, and, that, and you kind of don't get back down to earth, and then I got grounded from that. So I, he it was he, interesting.
1: He's Probably taught me more about how to be present and live in the moment and enjoy this, this ride, like, and, and not, not get upset that you have to drive to, like, I have to drive to Long Beach after this to do the Laugh Factory. Don't do that. And it's going to be, but it's going to, it's going to probably be like 15 people there in a room that seats 600. Yeah. But I remember one time we drove out to the city of Orange to do a bar show and, we get there and there's two people at the bar and that's the show. And I go, what the fuck dude? And Ange goes, what are you, what are you upset about? Dude, we're on the road, man. We get Mm -hmm. to do this. And it's by taking the lessons that, that he taught me. And you know, I mean, I hate to say that it's like someone has to, you have to lose somebody. Like, Brody. Brody was so positive. Yeah. And it's so funny, because he was so positive, yet he was so... He was down. He was down. Mm. and But he gave us all these life lessons, and Angelo taught me how to appreciate the moment, how to enjoy art, and really... The reason I'm doing the podcast. Yeah. The podcast is because Angelo loved Rolling Stone, yeah. loved that magazine, and he he loved that list, and we would talk about it, and, and then when when he died cuz barely before he died him mean, he's always shit on me that i didn't know anything about music he's like dude every you should know about which is
0: ironic because you love music
1: uh, but i love you
0: just don't you just didn't have as much of a depth as he did yeah well i yeah. dude
1: i much like all of us i know the shit i grew up listening to so hair metal grunge right. and then i got my like the stuff in the 2000s that i was fucking with and then you just get busy so you start you just keep listening to the same old shit over totally so when I went through this like full, like you were saying, that moment on the toilet. I went through that on a far bigger scale, where I kind of had my midlife crisis when I was thirty eight, mm. and I know I look like I'm sixty, so but it was only two years ago. Come on, um, dude,
0: that's not true. No, I,
1: I'm, I look. If I shave this off, I look. How old are you now? Forty. I just turned forty. Fucking. A. I love it. Cool. I love it. I love it because I got a great life, and like we talk about age, I've learned. All the mistakes, I made them. I made all the mistakes when I was younger, man. And now I, I'm i not selfish. I think about others. I know how to be present. I know how to, to really love. Yeah. And I know how to love myself. And, and the best thing about fucking podcasts, especially doing Sickler and Jay's, like the Crab Feast. Yeah. Dude, all those shitty stories of me fucking up are now these positive things because everybody loves them. Yeah. So they're not these things that I like carry around like I got three DUIs and I fucking did LSD once and reenacted my own childbirth in front of my parents. Now it's this great thing that <laughs> that people love. So it's like turning your... You did that, huh? You, you take, reenacted your
0: childbirth in front of your parents?
1: Yeah, when I was uh, 16, I took three tabs of LSD.
0: Three and, hits of acid? Yeah. That's heavy, dude. It was, It was... I mean, I mean, there's some acid had that's just like, not really, dude. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like, it is, like, man. He's like, call me yeah. when you hit 15, <laughs> yeah, bro. No he's like, by the way. <laughs> and you reenacted your birth in front of your fucking mom. Well,
1: what had happened was we were all chilling in Tassos' backyard in this 10-person tent, right? And Tassos was this Greek dude with like long hair. And you know, we're, we're like 15, 16 years old and it's nighttime and we're smoking pot and we're tripping balls and Tassos is sitting on a couch in the tent. And mm-hmm. it's like gas lit. I don't know how he got one of those like, er, those yeah. little like fucking urns that <laughs> yeah. like Ichabod Crane would look around with. And he fucking, he fucking is like philosophizing and like the light is like coming up on him and he looked like a God. And then he's like, and this, and the meaning of life is this and that. And then I start looking around the tent and then bugs started crawling on everybody. And I started seeing swastikas like all over the tent. What? Which, uh, dude, I hate Nazis. You do hate, I hate Nazis. I dude. I hate dude. them. I love watching the documentary. Which is really, uh, and, and I got to tell you, I gave some credit. That's not
0: conventional. It's very like going against the grain for you to hate Nazis. They're in right now because they're back. They're back. They're back in full fledged. You know, I am. I am one. Hardcore, dude. Hardcore Nazi. Yeah. I I don't care if that's taken out of context. Everybody knows that I'm not joking around, (laughs) even a little bit, you know?
1: Yeah, no. So swastikas were everywhere. Swastikas are everywhere. And then I just like was like, I got to get out of here. And then as I, everybody could tell, I was a little agitated. Yeah. So then they all followed me out of the tent, which if you're tripping balls and have like eight other people like going, are you okay? Are you okay? And then I just started running. And then I ran because it was three miles from Tassos' house to my parents' house. And dude, like running on mushrooms is fun. Running on acid, I don't know. Dude, like you have to keep in mind, this is three tabs. I haven't even hit the peak of it yet. And so I'm running. So my heart and my blood, everything's just moving. So that acid just got so strong. And I, dude, I literally, I don't think I've ever ran that hard in my whole life. (laughs) Acid run? An acid run. I was Usain Bolt, dude. And I just took off. And I remember I started peeling off clothes and as I was running, like, I started like seeing like my flesh peel off my hands and at one point I was running through the desert and then I ran into this field and I saw this enormous cricket and then I was like, ah! And I like, finally get to my house. By the time I got to my house, I was holding onto my wallet and wearing underwear and that was it. And I knock on the door <laughs> and my mom opens the door and I like mush her face and I start like, running through the house like, ah, ah, and then I see my cat. I'm like, who sent you? And I throw the cat and my sister gets up and my dad gets up. And then I all I remember is laying on the ground in my parents' bedroom, like like, and as I and this is why I reenacted my own childbirth was that your brain is so powerful and you you don't realize that you hold on to these images. So the way that you look right now, when I see you in ten years, like your brain still has this image impacted into it. So it sure. just it knows it. So I started looking as I'm laying on the floor, like making these weird noises. I assume I was doing, like everything in the room started. Benjamin buttoning and getting younger. The T V changed to the to the TV they had right before. And my mom got younger. And then I just started like shriveling up and I just remember going, Ah, ah, it's a baby And then I just spun around on the floor and Jesus then I fell asleep. Right. Fifteen years old. Now this is the best part. Then I wake up the next morning and my mom's on the bed. I'm in my room. My room's trashed. My mom's like petting my head, crying like like, <laughs> did, she, did she know if you were on drugs? I, I mean, come on. <laughs> like, I like, but she's like, she's like, what? Well, she's like, what happened? What did you do? And I just go, I-, I think somebody must've dosed me. Dosed you. And she was like, she's like, well, come downstairs and uh, we're having breakfast. And I went downstairs and we never spoke of it again. Whoa, really? That's awesome. Never talked about it. Never brought up. I went to the, the Denver Broncos Redskins game with my dad the next day. Didn't say
0: shit. He knew. Didn't say anything. In retrospect, he never brought it back up. No one ever brought it back. up? No one up ever again. brought it
1: back up. Wow, no, nothing. The it first was...
0: time I smoked pot was inside my buddy's house, and we were blowing hits into a into the vent. Yeah, thinking we were never gonna get caught, and we went down to the <laughs> basement. And the basement had all these string lights on it. And we were watching like a some MTV show, and we were losing it, man. It was so incredible. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever. And we had the giggles, and I was like, this is. I want to do this for the next. 30 years and I and I did and I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. It was awesome. And his mom came to the top of the stairs and yelled down to the basement. And she's like, Whatever you're doing, you're in deep shit. Oof. And I was like, fuck, she knows. She smelled it. We thought blowing pots of the fucking air vent was gonna work in the bathroom. It didn't work. This is because it was in the middle of winter. We weren't gonna go outside. It was fucking like negative animals? in Chicago. It was ice cold, dude. So Anyway, then, then that, then that, we just we were like, "Fuck it, we'll just face the consequences of the morning." We had fun. We go to bed. We wake up the next day. I'm thinking, we're fucked. Like, she's gonna call so yeah. and so's mom, and so and so's mom's gonna tell my mom, and all the shit. And we walk upstairs, <laughs> and she's got coffee made, and eggs scrambling, and there is a box of like fifty. Does like fifty donuts? You know what I mean? Like when it's like the these like it's like a massive Costco. It wasn't Costco. It was Sam's Club. That's what they were. But bo- a box of fucking donuts, just open on the table for like us four boys or whatever. And she was like, "Sit down and eat." And we didn't say one fucking word about it. Just, we I was just like, <laughs> "Thank you for the donuts." She and she was just cool. I think she just was like, "I, I thank you, Mrs.
1: Weaver, for the donuts." Yeah, yeah. She I think she
0: was just like boys are there like the least they they did the least damage that they could have been doing. We just got a high in the basement. Like we Dude, my parents
1: same like exactly Different story
0: like- now like nowadays my mom is like wanting to give my grandma drugs. She's like, "Can we get marijuana?" I'm like, "Yes!" But when I was in high school my parents were like, "Weed is the devil." Now Dude. my mom is like, can we get THC for the family to heal? I'm like, yeah.
1: So I get my mom. My mom's got fibromyalgia. She's got a lot of back pain. She's had cancer twice. I get my, every time I go home, I'm bringing her fucking cancer CB- two times. She had she had, she had cancer twice. She had, but like very, she, they, my mom is she has health insurance and she fucking uses it. Like she's at the doctor all the Dude, time. If you have it, anything, you so she had breast cancer and it was small, so she had to do radiation for it and it caught it. And they cut it I like you being do it. like demeaning. It.
0: It's, can't, it's still cancer.
1: No, I know. I don't mean to. I don't mean to like poo-poo it. But I'm, what I'm saying is, if my mom had like, they're, like, they'll never. Nothing will spread to stage four. She'll get it at the be, before one. How great? She's she's That's very fucking
0: incredible. Most people they yeah. they're like
1: you're dying, and you're like, well, how much do I have? <laughs> they're
0: like a week. You're fucking. When was the last time you went to a doctor? And you're like, I don't go. I, I think about that all the time. I don't go.
1: Oh, I, I need to go so I just went to uh, I just went to visit my mom for the mm-hmm. holidays and I haven't been to a doctor. Probably since I got in the car accident with Ange. That was which the last was time. how many which years was, ago? Uh, eight years. Wow. Eight years I thought been, I was going to say six or seven. Eight no, years it was eight ago. years. It just passed through the anniversary, January 3rd. And my grandfather, my dad's dad, died at 41 of a heart attack. My dad didn't... He, he had a leaky valve, had that fixed, and then had an aneurysm when he was 69. And the stroke killed him because he had all these procedures done. He just couldn't handle it. And so he passed. But in my head... Dude, I've like, there's been nights where I've done so much cocaine, I'm just like, hey, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm not, okay, and I'll do more. And then You're on your 15th set of teeth, by yeah, now? Yeah, dude. Just, I mean, it's it's, it's I just should have like I have these weird neuroses about my heart. Like, dude, if a girl spends the night. And she puts her head on my heart to, like, snuggle with me. I'm like, you got to get off. Please just don't. Oh, really? I have this. It's weird. But not anymore because my sister, who's a doctor, her husband's brother-in-law works at a hospital and does the ultrasound for hearts and for, like, babies. Yeah. And they fucking gave me a stress test. And for all free. Free stress test. Oh, yeah, dog. Free ultrasound on the heart. Heart is Perfect. Got that money heart. So I was like, that night, I started eating all this fatty food. I was like, I'm, fuck <laughs> yeah. this shit, dude. I was like, yeah, you want more nacho cheese? Mm. That's the logic of
0: Americans. That's like my dad, dude. My dad has to take heart medication, you know? Has mm-hmm. to take blood pressure shit and all sorts of other stuff. He'll eat the most fucking dog shit food. And I'll be like, dad, that's not good for you. And he'll be just like, I got medicine. Like He thinks because he's got the medicine, he's like, yeah. fuck it. Now I can rage. I'm like, no, this is supposed to make you get better because you fucked up yeah. so much. I think it's hard, though, too, because his generation, you know. Meat and potatoes. They paid their dues, too. They're
1: like, I'm done, dude. Yeah. I'm going to eat what I want. I, I've luckily, with all the years that I took, didn't take care of myself for the last, well, even when I was, like, a, like taking, like, painkillers all the time, dude, I still. What did you take? Fentanyl. Big fan of fentanyl. Yeah, fun. Dilaudid. Dilaudid's big. It's best, dude. Oxycontin. Mm-hmm. Oxy-30s were the best. Uh,
0: <laughs> people, don't do like, them, but people
1: at home are like. That,
0: I, Smell that again? I always say,
1: something? I always say to people, just you gotta do fentanyl once. You're gonna do it. <laughs> you're gonna do it again. That's, and that's be, the problem. Real, that's
0: gonna be that's, that's going be your book. You gotta do fentanyl <laughs> once, Josh Adam Myers. You gotta do fentanyl just once. Do it. Like, Sit around.
1: It. Scratch yourself, dude. It's the best. Like ketamine,
0: it's the same type of thing. people get in these k holes and they like just like like drug binge disappear out. I don't I don't like drugs like that. I like inter, super interactive drugs. I yeah, K like is not drug. an
1: interactive drug, no. which is funny because I used to take that at raves, and like I would like meet the hottest girls and and like hook up with them at the nightclub in DC, high on K, Jesus, and not be able to like function and and say words. Like I, or would you just, could still get it done, dude. It was, dude, it was the language of dance. <laughs> it is. It was the language of dance. So I'd be like, I go up and all liquidy, like the- yeah, I'd go all liquidy, and then be like, Oh, what's your name? And I'd be like fine. That's fine. that guy's you know? hot
0: let's fuck you know, he can't we... <laughs> even speak he's so
1: hot dude but k k was <clears throat> that was 19 k's a fun drug I'm, i would never do it again my neighbor is constantly trying to like push k on me because he he gets it from like uh his psychiatrist mm. so is like big and it treats depression and ptsd and all this yeah, i've shit. heard this
0: that they're trying to they're <clears throat> trying to learn how to dose people with it very small amounts to help that stuff I don't know enough science about it. I just feel like uh anything is going to get abused. So if they can find ways to do it, good, but I just feel like you start with that
1: stuff, you're like, I want more. Well, I take I take mushrooms once a week. Once a week. Once a week. How I much? take eh, like a little cap, maybe a stem. But no but no booze for you, no I weed. I don't drink. No, I smoke pot. I'm you LA do? sober. I'm that's like I always say just I'm no LA booze. sober. No, well, no booze, no pills. Here actually there's a better way to say it nothing that's man-made yeah everything yeah, 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 yeah. that grows out of the earth like i do i i smoke pot but only pot i only do at night because it yeah. fucks with me a little well, bit well see
0: i like productivity levels like i I don't like to get high during the day yeah something about the moon that i'm like i'm gonna get fucking hot but i like the sauce i like to have a couple of the drinks because uh that's like the that's like the perfect to me like having a drink and getting a little stoned there it's like the perfect chemistry some people it doesn't work for I love it. Dude. Really? Yeah, oh my so what, God, like I love one it. One of these and one like or two one of those, these? and then wh- if I take one or two glasses of the sauce, and then I smoke a couple hits of a joint, I'm I am in my perfect place. Oh, I've, I've
1: seen you like that before, <laughs> JFL 2013. That, well, that was I've fun. Never, I've never i never seen anybody work a room like you dude. I was on mushrooms. Really? Oh, wait, no, no, no You was, and Brooks on mushrooms? No, that was
0: la- that was the last couple of times I was there. Maybe not that time. Maybe not the 13. But I did mushrooms. Ari gave me. Ari? Sounds like something he'd do. Yeah, somebody gave. I think Ari gave me mushrooms the, la, the like two or three times ago, and I was I had way too much fun. I had like oh, Rick Glassman's parents were there, right? Wasn't Rick's dad there? Oh, I can't. Now I'm fucking confusing things. Anyway, yes, I I that that's my perfect spot though. A couple of drinks, a couple of hits, and I feel great. Now the problem is, if I'm out with friends, I have a couple of more drinks, a couple yeah. of more hits, and you're just like, and I fumble into the. Fucking, I don't
1: think I've ever seen you wasted. I don't get. I don't get. I don't. You've always been like dude you're fucking like fun I, fun party. Dude, you're the fun dude, you're the fun confident funny guy. That's like cool. And then you get a couple of drinks. You, you know who you are. You're you're Dean Martin, dude. I'm Dean. You're a dude, fucking that you're feels Ginger good. Dean Martin. You're if like If I'm Dean, you're who? Sammy. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, just a Sammy. Jewish black guy tap <laughs> dancing. <laughs> Not as talented as everybody else through words, so I'm fucking like just killing the God, But really going a for
0: it. <laughs> but behind their back, he's like, "Fuck these motherfuckers." I, <laughs> More no. talented than everybody, but just he, nobody but recognizes it. But that was the truth. His talent was actually being the best at being him. Like he was the greatest at being like, "Oh, dude, I'm a fucking self-made dude."
1: Sam, Sammy Davis Jr. had to deal with racism and mm-hmm. segregation, mm-hmm. and he was a movie star, a television star, a music star. And could dance, did Broadway. Like, dude, Sammy Davis Jr. was the fucking sh- He's probably one of the greatest, well-rounded artists of the last hundred years. It isn't that opinion. funny that
0: you used to have to do all those things? Like, you used to have to be so much more. No, w- w- if you were black,
1: you, yeah. you had to do that. Yeah, but even Not like, if you
0: were white. Dude, fucking Dean Martin could barely sing. Those guys were They couldn't specific. act for shit. But, then, but, but what I'm saying is, like, that generation was, you got a lot further along in the business if you were Lucille Ball, if you could sing a little bit and act a little bit and comedy a little bit, dance a little bit. like If you could do, if you could do everything a Judy little Garland. bit. Judy Garland. Do you mean Judy, Judy Garland or Lucille Judy, Ball? Judy, Judy, Judy. Yeah,
1: like she's... Yeah, well, you there, could, there, you was could, a, there was a... Because people used to do that. People used to do everything because you kind of had to to make... Because you wanted... They had that drive of being the star.
0: But isn't that ironic? We're doing that now. Like now, yeah. you're not just doing comedy. You're doing podcasts. You're doing comedy. You're doing sketches. You're doing this. You're doing stand-up. You're doing, like now we're going back to you have to be a a, a multi-talented juggler. It's just a different media. That's all. It's just a different form, you know? Yeah. Which is dope. I think it's great. It gives us more opportunities to, like, meet people and see people and shit. Also, the communities that created from these things, I think, are the richer. This is is the one time that I've ever been like, fuck yes, social media. Because the community that we get to create through these things and the bouncing of ideas and artists that get to collaborate – this could have never happened without the fucking no, without, without that shit. It's the greatest thing on earth. I, I think mean.
1: I think for me, stand up has has helped me, but stand up also gave me a lot of neuroses, mm. and the way to fix that has been through podcasting. Yeah, because I I'm sitting, I'm having a conversation, I'm present, and then acting. Learning the art of acting is like that's been more therapy to me than any psychiatrist I saw. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just the idea of being able to listen, yeah, be there, and and just be still. It's like those two things, and and that's like I can't like it's invaluable for the growth that I, the growth that I've had over the last few years. Well, let me,
0: we jump we jump forward, but let me jump back real fast. Good. Again. So, so once a week you do mushrooms, and how much do you take? Just a little
1: bit, enough to like. I, a, so I'll do a gram. So like there are nights that I because with the podcast I spent dude like because I'm getting ready to do Lil Wayne with Dalia. And wait, what, what's up? So I'm getting ready. Dali uh, is doing your archenemy, is doing the chips. Carter three. He's doing the Carter three. And so I want it to be good. And I have these writers and they send me all this info. And then I fucking like, you know, read all the shit. And then I do my pass where I listen to the record. So I spent six hours yesterday listening to Lil Wayne, the Carter three and breaking it down. It's a great album. And then I had nothing to do afterwards. So I was like, all right, I guess like the rest of my week's busy. So I'll just take a little bit of mushrooms, you know, meditate, chill, walk the dog, take the dog up on a walk in the hills. And and I just take just enough where the colors burn a little bit brighter. And then the rest of the week after that, it's like, it's just like, there's like a, all right, I'll give you the better example of just the way to explain it. So, cause you were talking about Ange, you know, Ange dies January 3rd uh, from January 3rd until May 16th, 2012. I was on, at least two hundred dollars a day of opiates, because mm. like all these people like donated money to me. They give, they basically gave me like, here, Josh, take care of yourself. You know, use this for doctors. And I'm like this suicidal, depressed guy who just lost his best friend and his girlfriend. And I was like, cool. I'm just gonna eat this in painkillers. Ainge was your
0: girlfriend and your best friend.
1: I, I remember Brittany left me <laughs> two <laughs> weeks it. before. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know it was right around that same time. She left me for a guy that. Because I said I was like, "Can't yeah, hang out with this guy," because I thought he was gay. You remember? Because wait, wait, our, who's the guy? You, Randall. You had. Oh, yeah. Can I yeah, tell this? Like you had lunch or dinner or something, and they were at a table, and you came back to me, and you were like. Dude, you you got out easy, dude. You're good. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Like, you are good. Cause yes. She, and I love Britney to death, but you know that guy Randall was a fucking was
0: a nutbag.
1: Yeah, but regardless, it was at the time during a breakup. You don't realize that it's the best thing for you. Sure. Like we were done, but I just couldn't see it in that moment. But I also, she leaves me and then I'm like, well, it's all good. I got Ange. And now I can finally hang out with Ange every second of my day and we can just chill and he can stay at my house and blah, blah, blah. And then he dies. Mm. And so now I'm just like, I'm completely empty. And then all the people, all the comics that came to visit and love me and are my friends, because I got out of the hospital and was so high on painkillers, everybody was like, oh, well, you seem all right. So see you later, dude. We're yeah. not gonna text you every day. We're gonna right. go back to our lives as they should. And so I was just alone. So I'm on opiates until the end of May. Then I go through my detox. I finally had my moment where I was like, I'm done. And then I was like happy for like a week or so because you have that like pink cloud where you're sure. like, you're like, dude, I beat it. Oh my God, this is great. You're I know the I'm best. Gonna, I could do anything. I can do anything. And then the emotions and the depression hits Yeah, and it hit hard, man. And that's so June was rough. And then July 4th was... um 4th of July, and there's that big party that uh, Nate Craig and Chris Fairbanks throw. It's in Venice. I don't think they do it anymore, but it was a shit because it was like the club comics and the alt comics all just high on mushrooms and weed and whatever. And uh, I mean, it was like, you know, Pete Holmes was there and Kumel and fucking Kinane and everybody was taking mushrooms. And I had been sober, but I was just like, you know what, I'm going to do some mushrooms. And I took maybe a cap and a stem and and it was just like it was like this awakening of of emotions of of like being able to like deal with stuff and and then the next few weeks i was riding this like high yeah and then the funny thing was i didn't do mushrooms again until maybe 6 months ago and i did them at skankfest of all places, too.
0: That sounds like the place you would do them. Well, it was.
1: That's the funny thing about scanning for sure, was you? You should, I don't know why you haven't done it. You got fucking. I was do supposed that to go do it, but I was oh, on yeah. the road, and now I'm on the road again. When they're down in Houston, I'm not going to be able to make it. Well, you'll come in. You'll come into the one in June in New York. Summer, you have to summer. You, summer, you I'm coming? Have to. Yeah, summer. I'll be there because you would just. It's it's the best. The reason I did it was because the people at Skankfest, even though they look like juggalos, like it is the best energy yeah. of any festival I've ever been at. Yeah. And so supportive. And then the jam is like the craziest shit ever. And I remember I was like, you know what? A lot of people were taking mushrooms when to take a little bit. And I did the jam and it was just this beautiful thing. In here, we pour whiskey,
0: whiskey. Breaking news, Whiskey Ginger fans. Something has come up. Something incredible. Something real. Something legit. This is your pubic service announcement. I'm here to tell you you need to clean up your pubes, dude. You need to shave your basement. You're looking a little scruffy. It's disgusting. You need to mow your lawn. You need to get your life together. That's why I'm introducing the Lawnmower 3.0 launch. Hey, baby, Manscaped has done it again. A way to shave your nuts without losing your mind. It keeps you nice and safe and clean and well put together. This is the third generation for Manscaped trimmers. It's got a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. You know, when you nick your nuts, like I said. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped skin-safe technology. I'm being dead serious when I say this. I use it. I use it on my nuts, and it doesn't nick my nuts. It's incredible. I'm not going to name the other brands that I've used in the past, but a a lot of those trimmers... They nick your nuts The blades are too sharp They're too rigid and jagged And they don't have any protection on them uh, Manscaped has revolutionized Shaving your downstairs I've been talking about them for a while uh, I use it all the time, I'm telling you, I love it I genuinely love it I take the dop kit with me where I go And in case I need to clean up, I clean up all right, I got one for my face and one for my nuts uh, It's got an LED light on it So it illuminates uh, You can get really into the follicles of your nuts huh? You can get really into the deep crevices of your nutsack um, it's got a 7,000 RPM motor on it with a quiet stroke technology. And I don't, I'm not really selling you a car. I'm selling you something that shaves your balls, but it is amazing. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it is incredible. And if you're listening, you're one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product. So congratulations. I want you to get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code WHISKEY at manscaped.com. Go there. Check out all their products. Uh, I'm promoting this one because these things are incredible. They have a, a host of other products like ball butter, they got some deodorant for your nuts down there to keep you all dry and clean and safe. But uh, I think the lawnmower is incredible. Mow up your lawn, clean your yard, do the right thing for you and for your neighbor. Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code whiskey, get yourself 20% off again. manscaped.com, promo code
1: whiskey. I like ginger's. And I think that's what mushrooms do that people forget is that it's this if if you you don't if you take too much you could trip balls and yeah colors look cool and music sounds good but if you take just enough it's it's literally like it's Prozac. Yeah. It just gets in your blood and it awakens like serotonin and all this other shit. So since now over the last few weeks I found this guy that gives you like little capsules, and you know, he like crushes it up, and so like I, little I,
0: pill, like little pills. Yeah, but oh, but
1: it's mushroom pills. It's not like it's it's not like chemically made. He literally just grinds yeah, the mushrooms, p- pills up, it puts, it puts them himself. in the capsule, and it's just enough mm-hmm. where you might feel just a little different. But it's the days after mushrooms that really help you, right? That's where I really like it. The post growth, right? It's 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 so I, I'm telling you, I went from being. Miserably depressed in 2012 to being this like, just being able to like be there and connect and love. And you know, the the, the emotions that that when you go through like a tragedy or if you're depressed, you just forget about that. You yeah. have all of those. The, dude, there's so much good in us. And sometimes we just get fogged up with all the bad and like you choose to be depressed regardless of anybody says, well, my life and my this and my job now nah, you can, there's people that are like dirt poor you know, fucking who's the the wasn't that Jiminy Cricket? Who's the you know, fucking God Christmas Carol guy? Everyone. Yeah, that dude. They're fucking broke. The motherfucking <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. dude, you choose. Well, you to be you depressed. you choose to you choose
0: to let it um, anchor you down and drag you right. Like chemically, yes, depression is a very very real thing that's undeniable for and, sure. But also, yes, you can choose to make it worse. That's all right, dude. Good <laughs> grab. You got it. You got it in time, dude. <laughs> just a little, moist, that little
1: moisture, dude. That make you nervous about depression? A little bit, man. It's the same of you're like we're being videotaped. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they're all gonna they're gonna call me out at minute. By the way, this doesn't no, no one's
0: ever gonna see this. This uh, this is only for my private collection. I'm not even posting this fucking episode. Are you kidding me? This is just for me to jerk off to <laughs> I later. Just imagine you. Yeah. yeah.
1: Tell me that. Are age. you single right now? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, ladies. There was one recently. I dude. I took I took two years off from dating because what does I, that mean so like if a girl just was like hey let's fuck oh you i would still fuck. Fuck. No, See, I fuck yeah but okay. but there's you
0: took two years off from paying for someone else
1: yes and no uh you're you're right in the sense that that is what a date is
0: yeah, you're paying, you're paying for, for somebody you're else. paying for somebody. So, all right. So, you go back. I'm married. I I know what it is, dude. I get You've been even, out of
1: the game for so Yeah, long, but I bro. get like
0: what I'm saying, I'm not being diminutive. The homeowner. I'm not being diminutive <laughs> towards women, but the biggest fucking scam in feminism that nobody wants to talk about is the fact that dating is simply <laughs> us paying to to meet you. That's yeah. a fucking rude, fucked up, unfair one-sided. And when women are like, "I go dodge or I pay." Every woman, I don't care what stretch of life they're from. Always agrees, f- if in the majority. Okay, a couple may fight me on it. The majority like it when a man pays. It shows initiative. It's nice. It's sweet. It's a great gesture. Okay,
1: uh, yeah, and I, I actually like paying. For I things. do too. If but we that's go out to eat, I, I'm going to fight you to pay the check for the table. For the if you're for, that guy, I'm. The, I love you. I learn, with a woman. For with with my guy friends, I oh, just want to pay. I just no, want to just being. Generous. I just want to pay. Well, no, because it's like you hang out with like Ari and fucking. And soda it's soda and Big J Yeah just pay for everything. And I'm like, I, I love them that about them, but it also shows that it's like, dude, we work hard and we all make money. So it's like, let's all just help each I'll other I'll get it up. this time, yeah. you get it next time. And it just feels good. It's yeah. a good feeling when you show up at the table, are like, don't worry about those guys I already. It I is I took cool. Care of it's it. cool that you can do that. I like that. I'm yeah. just saying when it comes to dating, that's the
0: one thing that I was always like puzzled by that I'm like, why is all this burden on this dude? when it should be a mutual thing. I'm getting to know you, you're getting to know me type of 100% thing.
1: 100% yes. Yeah. It's not fair that it's a weird. guy has to, we have to spend, you know, what is it? Two months salary on a fucking ring. Like, why don't they buy us a ring? Yeah. Why yeah. do I have to, or why don't they chip in on the ring? I but don't I'm even, not even fu- I
0: don't even fucking wear one because I think they're silly bones, but I do think that.
1: No, you're like, you're like, uh, you're like shades from, uh, or the lead singer from that thing you do. Where it's what like they, people can't know you're married. People can't know you're. I didn't, no, but I, mean, Paul talk, I talk about
0: it so fucking much, it doesn't even well, make. Now, a
1: difference. I you, didn't know you were married for like. I think it was like two years went by. You're like, oh yeah, but they had, they, you know, yeah. She's my wife now, and I'm like, yeah. You were in a relationship.
0: <laughs> I like to keep it. I like to keep it under the my private life and my comedy life for a long time. For the stand up world was so separate. I didn't. I wanted to keep them like away from one another. And now with this, it's like part oh, of the fun is everything. me talking about the old bag. You know, yeah. they love that. And like. You know, I, I just think like that from from comedy perspective, it was a professionalism thing. It was like, I don't need that thing to overlap because I really, it was like, I'm giving these people everything already. What do I get? What do I get for me? Do you know what I mean? That's, yeah. how, I, that's how I felt all the time. I was like, you know, I just didn't want to, you know, like some guys like, you know, like uh, Kreischer, you know, like Leanne is just as much involved in comedy now as fucking he is like, she's everywhere. And that's their comfort level. I couldn't operate like that because it would just be hard to balance for me emotionally. Yeah. So I always needed to separate them. So some people are so much better at it, but
1: it's hard, dude. But in the podcast world, you almost have to be real because they, you know what I mean? People, that's what people love. They want yeah, to know what you're dealing but with. But we only prop. give them what they fucking <clears throat> need. Would you ever Just get married or no? I want to. You do want to get married? So, yeah. So so the the, the short story- Kids sto- and shit and all the that The short stuff? story is, the reason I took the break was because- I went through like I went through a midlife crisis at thirty eight because I started thinking about like like death in the sense that I'm like, dude, my my grand, my grandfather died at forty one, like my dad died at sixty nine. Like I'm lucky if I get another thirty eight years. Mm-hmm. We all are. If you're thirty eight, if you're forty, and you get another forty, that's because nothing is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So I went through my crisis, created the podcast out of that crisis because I was like, I want to be moved. And I want to. I need something to, to 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 make me cry and give me emotions. And I was like, music, and then. I I got out of a relationship that with a girl that was depressed, she was depressed and I was depressed because I was coming out of a depression and I got her out of my life and not, in, and it sounds worse than it was. It was just like, dude, I just think that we got we to gotta move on. We got to move on. Yeah. She's so sweet, this girl, but I just wasn't what I, what I needed. And then I just was like, I, I started, then I started going to therapy and I started going to my guru and And then I started like meditating and I started reading all these books and it's just like, dude, I was like, I haven't loved myself ever. so I was like, I got to figure out how to be okay with just being me. Mm. Cause I had all this like survivor's guilt. And then, you know, all those, like I said, all those stories and shit that that I've told on all these podcasts. It's like, I wore that. So I was like, I need to fix that. Then I can, then I can learn how to love somebody else. Right. And so I just, listen, if, if, like you said, if a girl, I met a girl at a at a place and we're just vibing and she's throwing, you know, this, uh, let's just fuck vibes. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to turn that down. And no. I didn't. But it was like the idea of like, of like really meeting somebody. I just wasn't even looking and I was almost like oblivious to the girls that were throwing shit at me. And then it was, it was probably a few months ago where I had friends that I knew that I liked, and they were like, we want you to meet this girl and go out. And, and I took it really slow with her. We went out on like four dates. Uh, first of all, most of them were like, you were talking about- What not were the one, dates? Fucking daytime. Coffee? Daytime, day, well, first one was coffee. Cause I was like, I'm not going to spend money on this chick if I don't know her. Smart. You know what I mean? I want to yeah. get. It's like the, it's like a pre-interview. Yeah, you don't and get that, my money yet, not a, dude, you, you do she soon. She did though. get a scone. though. Soon you do. She got a scone. Bitch got a scone. You got to get a nine dollars
0: scone. All right, can I have a piece? You say that to the register, like she wants a coffee, and this bitch wants a fucking nine dollars <laughs>
1: scone. Bitch wants <laughs> <This laughs> goddamn. So cone. she got a scone and a coffee. She got a scone and a coffee, but we talked for like four hours so in that, one sitting. In one sitting. Holy fuck! And then I was like, oh, cause we had a lot in common, and she worked in music. She was a songwriter, and I was like, "I do what I fuck I do." And Fiona and,
0: Apple, go ahead. God, I wish that's who it was.
1: Nope, it was Natalie Imbruglia. And, <laughs> 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 and, and we and and then I was like, "All right." And then we went out. We went out, We went actually on two lunch dates. Then we went out. Then dinner. And then we did dinner. Got
0: to do the official. Then
1: we went out on a group date hmm. with other people. Fuck that. to an escape room. Oh fuck that times too. But it was it was fun because the people I went with were fun. The other couple. Yeah, you like that? I because I, I never done an escape room. So I was, never actually done one no, either. that's not true. I did one with Sickler, which was the greatest but thing wait a ever.
0: You, wh- wh- so how many people were in the escape room with Four. you? Four. Pe- oh, so, so t- me,
1: the girl, and then the another two friends. couple. Yeah, and then afterwards did you get out. Of course, dude. I mean, we took some clues, but... <laughs> <laughs> i never done three it. three of them really are still either. in there, dude. Yeah. I, I found no, I it. No, dude, I left them. A... Yeah, I left
0: them. They couldn't figure it out.
1: Fuck them, just... them, dude. Every man for himself. That's escape room laws. They're dead. They, they They're die, dead. They've died They're there dead. because <laughs> they can't get out. And... Southern
0: California couple dies in escape room more at nine on KTLA. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: but then we... And then the, I was like... Remember after the date, I was like... After the escape room, I said to the couple, I was like, so we'll all go out and get some food. Yeah. And they were like, no, no, no. We got to go home. And they were like guys and then we went out and got like like really ethnic food because it was late so we went out for like Korean Korean food like the reason I say like really ethnic is the only way to describe this restaurant is by being racist by being like it was like bong long like my dong ching ching I mean it was loud bong long like my <laughs> dong ching cha ching <laughs> <laughs> is that what I said like <laughs> yeah. my dong perfect bong, I didn't know chong, I rhymed like dung. that yeah. dude I'm Andre 3000 of racism yes you and, are and, dude. <laughs> and I'm and, big boy <laughs> yeah, I want nothing to do with it because <laughs> I'm almost <laughs> I'm gone I'm you're back gonna in put on, you're gonna wear uh muppets pants all right i'll be over here later but then that but then we were at this restaurant and and we started like talking about something and and i don't know we started both singing this random stone temple pilot song which one uh you know i got a girlfriend Mm -hmm. she goes to art school and at that moment that was the first moment where i was like oh i like this girl because all the other dates, I was just getting to know her. And I was like, man, I don't know. I mean, on paper, we should, I should date her. But I don't know if I'm feeling it yet. And then at that moment, I was like, all right. And then I was like, do you mind if I... I was like, can I kiss you now? And she's like, in this restaurant? And like I said, it was like it was bong long bong, <laughs> bong long bong. lick your dong bong long wait a minute you asked to kiss <laughs> yeah just like a peck
0: very 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 polite very for very 2020 20 of you
1: dude yeah and then we fucking like, may we...
0: i kiss may i fuck you now well then you never done that you never may like i fuck it... you now may she I... did
1: ask me if, if she wanted to she's like do you want to fuck me tonight and i was like
0: no man, me and the old bag been together a while. I we skipped. The, I skipped the time period when you had to ask for permission. You
1: never did like an Annie Hall type thing, like where he's like, "Let's just kiss now," and she's like, "Really?" we, we you know. I don't think so. Because it breaks the tension. It's like there's certain times you go out on a date.
0: I think in high school, I probably had said one of those uncomfortable things. I was like, "I really want to kiss you."
1: It's only uncomfortable if you make it uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I really want to kiss. Usually, I would just go for it. You know, usually you know. That's the thing Every no one wants to talk about. It. I think Brennan, Neil Brennan had a joke about that. He's like, every first kiss is like almost, you know, rape. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like every first kiss is like, this could go really bad. <laughs> yeah, <it could. laughs> but for the most part, every time I ever kiss anybody, it's like, you knew. I never had an instance where a girl was like, what are you doing? You never I never think that. I've
1: ever had a girl uh, dismiss one of my kiss attempts.
0: No, because I think you
1: knew. You were like, this is. This I knew, is. and I'm also a good looking guy. Yeah, dude. You're I'm not a I'm not fucking, you you're know a fucking babe, I'm a dude, bait. Dude. Even even this babe. grizzled version of me. I've only see that's that's the fucking that's the that's the, the weird thing of life is that women have us beat from eighteen to thirty five, but thirty five on We like, got you, dude. We got you. Yeah, we won. It's like then we're in charge. We look our best at fifty for some weird reason yeah but then they die uh, way after us yeah so we, we die, die first we die first sounds good to me they get to take the brunt up f- up front <laughs> like a marathon we
0: get the long lasting end of it all they get they stuck d- with all our shit stuck with my bullshit <laughs> yeah. dude, later like.
1: <laughs> i think this is i think this is
0: great but one day you do want to knock it down and do all that shit you want
1: to have a little Mugat i do i i w- so that ended uh because she didn't want to commit she had been in a long-term relationship, but she didn't want to Oh, connect. and she was like, I'm not going to Which, go any Which further. kind of pissed me off because I was like, I was like, I was like, why would our friends set us up if you didn't want to be in a relationship? Because what I want, and I think, I think this is like what I, I from years of dating and all that stuff shit, I now know exactly what I want. I was like, I want to be alone. I have about maybe two nights a week to hang out with a girl. Mm-hmm. And that being said, that might even change week to week yeah. where so I like being alone. I like my life now. So I'm not going to get involved with a girl that cuz all my other relationships like we started dating and then they moved in immediately and I don't want that. I want a girl that is focused on her career yeah. and has her own friends. Mm-hmm. That's huge cuz none of the other girlfriends ever did. They were always like, "What are we doing tonight?" and I'm just like, "We're going gonna- to Go, I gotta I'm gonna go. Gonna go. with my buds, <laughs> dude. I, I don't. What I did. I'm writ- your bud. Uh, okay. <laughs> Do you want to go to Blockbuster again? I'm like, oh God. No, that's not even around anymore. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is like, I I am now being very particular and uh, and not. I guess thorough is another Picky. word too. Very picky. Yeah, that's good. Be picky. Yeah, I do want kids. And what's good about being a guy is that I can create life up until my deathbed. Yeah, your pipe still works. I could get milked on my deathbed as it's like, boop. <laughs> whoop. They could just be like whoop, and create Put this life. inside of something.
0: <laughs> Carry my seed. I don't think you'll ever have the old man voice because of your voice. Like
1: it already is because you're so
0: guttural. Like you'll, but no, you'll, you'll you'll never have the old man. Like you'll never have. You know the old. Just be like an old black
1: dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, right. my grandkids! It's your Zadie Have you said hi to your bubby?
0: it's a per you do have the perfect and you worked in a fucking strip club you're the perfect strip club dj voice, dude, and you were that
1: for a long enough time huh? i was you know it's funny because <clears throat> i i haven't worked in a strip club in over four years i <clears throat> used to go in there every once in a while just to remind myself why i need to work hard do you, you know would what I go mean? back when you and i'm talking like anymore? once a year right once a year i would i would drive by you'd go dames see, you'd go well there was sapphire there and... was yeah dude well i was mostly like because like there was some homies that worked at some of the strip clubs Dude, i worked for at it for like six years and and um like i would go to like there was i worked at two clubs i'd go to one because this guy that i loved was like the door guy there and if i was doing a show out in the valley i would just be like it's nighttime i'd be like oh well i can just go kick it at the you know at spearmint rhino for an hour and then go to the where was
0: it spearmint rhino where, where was that bourbon van nuys no van there's van nuys so it's
1: off of sepulveda and oxford yeah dude they're always like when there's you know like we, strip clubs are always around where they make like cement yep you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's an airport it, yeah. it's always by an airport by where they make cement cement in the middle of nowhere there's always a train track somewhere no trains ever go on that anymore by the way there's always a dead track (laughs) near a trip club tumbleweeds right and always a mexican with an ice cream cart and the bell like hey yos, you want a (laughs) choco taco no okay good have a good day does isis want choco taco (laughs) no okay (laughs) so but i would pop in there but i i that one was more like that was to see a buddy to get the awakening of how proud I am, and and the reality check of that all of this could go away mm. if you just don't. If if I if do you drugs, drugs yeah. if I if I don't, if I lose my focus. So I actually did it. Fuck, man! Like like uh, maybe like a month ago, I was I was coming up to five, and it was kind of early. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll stop by, I'll stop by dames and games. <laughs> and I, I pull over and I go in and dude, it was, it was fucking like almost, it's been four years. Same people. Damn. All still working. There. Same dancers
0: too. There were a few. I was going to say, usually they cycle out pretty fast.
1: Dude, there was a girl that was, I remember when she, when I was working there, she got married. This girl was so sexy. And she's like, she was like, I'm out. She's like, I got married. She's like, it's my last shift, y'all. And I showed up fucking four and a half years later and and I'm talking to the DJ who I fucking hated that guy. I almost walked up to him to say hi to him only so I could be like, wow, you're still here. (laughs) You still got my old shifts Thursday and Friday night, the ones you wanted so much. Cool, man. Good Good for you, dude. And then she walked up and it like broke my heart and you could see it. In her face, seeing me knowing that I've, because she's like, So are you, you're still doing, you're still doing comedy. Because the funny thing is, they don't know about any of my success. When I was telling them, Yeah, I sold a TV show to Comedy Central, they're like, They just were like, Okay, whatever. Right. Can you put on that new Lil Wayne song? And then I'd be like, It was, nobody believed it. So, So it was, it's still like, it was, it was this moment where she came up and, and and she was just like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm doing stand up." She's like, you've been doing good. I was like, I mean, I, you know, I sold TV shows, sold a podcast. I'm going to be on comedy central January 10th. It's just like, it's just, it was, it was the only reason I went was really just, like I said, to remind myself, but also it's that sometimes I need that little bit of ego feeding. Just enough. Yeah.
0: To kick you up into high gear.
1: Yeah. Just to make me do that place broke me, dude. It it made me a full blown drug addict. Like I was. Well, it's so available. huh? Where, are all the girls on some shit? E- for the most part, not all. Everybody's drinking.
0: Everybody's They're all drinking because you
1: got to drink because you got to be you gotta, loose. Yeah, you got to be loose. You got to kill all that shit. Yeah. So there were some sober girls there, but they didn't make any money. The fucking girl, <laughs> the girl that's like, yeah, we're we gonna have another bottle. <laughs> a sober strip They're club bringing, would be so
0: sad. Be the like worst. If, the, if the if the if the if the girls and the patrons are all sober. What a miserable, well, that's weird, a nude, uncomfortable. Nude strip thing.
1: clubs are no alcohol.
0: But now there's nude strip clubs. I saw a sign that said you can do full Topless. nude with booze. No. No. Mm. There was something In LA,
1: maybe you're thinking, is it is it the wet spot? Or is it <laughs> or Xfinity or whatever the, the fuck it's called? The wet spot. That's there's...
0: that's the part of the bed after you fuck on, you have to decide who sleeps on it. That's the
1: wet spot, <laughs> exactly. right? You're like, <laughs> no, it's sp- on your side <laughs> of the
0: bed. You sleep in the wet spot. No, I uh I saw a sign somewhere that said it's I probably the wet spot because the wet spot be. is attached
1: to this other club called like Excelsior, or, like Xfinity spot. or Spectrum or some bullshit. Spectrum, and it's like, Spectrum. Yeah, it's like this. Xfin- is, she's it's like, AT&T. coming up to the stage, Verizon Fios, <laughs> y'all. And she comes out. She's
0: like, like What's up for 49 99 <laughs> You can
1: also get phone. You're like, We don't want phone. <laughs> Just show you Snatch. Just stop trying to give us satellite. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> She's like, you know, you can add fucking, you can add internet. (laughs) Dude, if strippers were sponsored,
0: had corporate sponsors, that would be the future. That would be so funny. Like, I don't need this fucking money. I'm sponsored, bitch.
1: She's got a fucking, she's got like a tramp stamp that says like, you know, Wells Fargo or something. Yeah, Cricket
0: Wireless. Yeah. (laughs) She pulls a phone out of her pussy. She's like, here, call anybody. It's on Cricket. (laughs) But,
1: but there's definitely, there's, there's definitely, uh, Depressing strip clubs in the sense that there is no alcohol. People drink in the parking lot. The girls drink in the locker room. And the damn or, they black out and then d- go out together. Um, no, they black because out, a lot of the, a lot of the, i I mean, I've seen, I've seen everything. I've seen girl. I've, I have video on my phone of this one black stripper laying on the couch with throw up all over. Like that's so her, her name was Bree. Her name was Bree. She was great. Nice girl.
0: There, you, you, you dated a
1: lot of strippers. did not date. No, you dated. No, I did not date any strippers. <laughs> I mean that. I mean that sincerely. No, I, I yeah. fucked a few. You fucked a but lot. I did not date. I oh, know I didn't fuck a lot. All right. The reason being yeah. is because when I first got into the strip club DJing business, I worked at a place in Van Nuys, actually it was North Hollywood. It's called Desire. It was a shithole. And Big John was this big black guy that hired me. And he mm-hmm. goes, he goes, You never DJ a strip club before, no? And I was like, nah. He goes, All right, you know, you're gonna get trained by murder. And murder was this big Samoan guy. I see him in my head already. <clears throat> like from the Booyah tribe. Like, right, you right. know, had like braids, like like two pigtails. Yeah. Uh jacked. And- Not jacked. Fucking Fat. Like, like power lifter, uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. big motherfucker. There's something under like, there though. Like that kind of fucking, his forearm was like like a triangle. You know what I mean? Right. And I remember Murder was like, he's like, the only reason you're going to be doing that this job is to get that money. Girl wants you to play a song, $5. Because you trying to get that <laughs> money. Everything was for money. And he said to me in, in a very, you know, ebonic way, that there is so much money that can be made through hustling. And if you fuck girls, do drugs, and just, you know, and or party or whatever, he's like, you're going to lose that money. The only reason the girls are here is to get paid. They're not trying to get laid. So just so focus on the money. So when I worked at, like, day clubs, I wasn't making much money. So then I fucked around. I did drugs. I tried to fuck the girls. But then when I got to a club where I saw the potential – I mean, when I worked at dames and game, that shit was an ATM, dude, I was making 500 to a thousand a shift. That's great. And I was, but I mean, I was like focused. It was money, this, money, 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 money. I want it. It's the only reason I was there. I hate this job. So I just want money. It's a shitty place to be. Right. It's, and it, but I mean, I was fucked, dude. It was like, I was like, all right, you want to dance to Lil Wayne, uh, good cushion alcohol. Well, just letting you know, that's the most popular song right now. So a lot of girls are going to ask for that. So. I'm going to need 200 bucks. You can be your song all night, $200 right now. And they, they do pay. it. Damn. Oh, you want to go next? Uh, well, you've got about 25 more girls ahead of you, but the guy's going to, he's going to leave and then you're not gonna be with money. All right. That's cool. I need half of the money that he throws on stage and I'll count it.
0: Okay. And they were all cool it. they mm-hmm. didn't
1: say no, huh? That's just how it works. That's the system. It's it's all a hustle. They're hustling those guys. I'm hustling them. Sure. Plus, I get a dollar for every dance they do. So if they do, if there's 500 dances on the board, I'd get 500 bucks.
0: That's great. That's great. It was it was great. But money they not
1: there's no salary. They don't give you any with the club. No, there's an hourly. There's there I get I get a paycheck. I only work two days a week, so the paycheck came out to be like you know 200 dollars for two weeks. But you know, you made all your money cash.
0: Yeah. That's smart. I was about to
1: say something and I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't say it for tax say purposes. It, dude. Well, just tax purposes. The fucking I don't wanna... government's not yeah.
0: listening to this. Dude. As I say that, they're tuning in. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. Now we're, we're listening. Go ahead let him say what he's going to say. We're both
1: getting audited in fucking April. No, Come at I, me, dude. Let's go. Well, no, I'm just saying. It's like, I. it's just like being a server, man. You're yeah. getting cash tips. So yeah. there's it's it's not real. So you're just off the books and you're getting. You're getting money back at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, I used to when I was a server. Well, yeah, but you deserve it the most. Those people are working extremely hard to make not a lot of money, dude. When I was a server, we used to claim you'd have to, you couldn't claim zero. You couldn't claim you made nothing that night because then they'd catch on to you. So I'd write down I'd be like, I made ten bucks tonight or twelve bucks. It's like, yeah, just let the government have whatever petty idea of what I make anyway because I wasn't making enough to go, dude. I'm robbing, I'm blind. Yeah, I know,
1: but I put zero. You're not supposed to because then they then they really start to come at you. I don't want to say what I was about to. say. Just good, I pay my boy. taxes. I'm a good boy. good boy. I paid a lot of money because I, I didn't do my tax. I didn't do 17 and 18. I just did both those years finally, and I would pay a lot of fucking money.
0: Yeah, they'll get yeah.
1: I'm not excited about 19.
0: You and Wesley Snipes, dude, they'll fucking get you. Don't no, get locked up for that shit. That'd no, be the. That'd be the most, the most bogus way to go to jail is for taxes. Like how sad. I you're know like, tax evasion is such a pathetic way to go to jail. I
1: know. No, you're good. Now you're clean, right? Now you're I am back clean, to it. but I'm not excited and you just about told 19. Me you're all out of debt. I'm 100 out of debt,
0: dude. That's fucking incredible. You know people people like that ruin it ruins people's lives for for decades and decades not that you're clean out of debt that's so well, huge well
1: luckily i i didn't uh, pay back any debts for 7 years and they just go away <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of stuff just left you got bailed out but man but my student loans i'm um, i have a couple more payments but i mean it's nothing like how many how much was your total student loan 35,000 that's a good amount of money to have on your shoulders yeah but when you don't think about it when you don't think about it, it doesn't and you matter. Don't have, and you don't use credit. Like for years I didn't use credit. It's only been It's good debt. It's, it's student loan debt's good, yeah, good debt. Well, now I'm using it because now I'm getting back into filmmaking. Like I I I wrote a script that I'm that I'm making a short and I'm getting like the production team together. Good. So I the two things I've been working on have been, been acting right. and, and filmmaking. And it's like, I always wanted to be a filmmaker and then I worked on stand-up and I feel like stand-up is going so well and in LA it can only go until my credits get bigger. I can't really jump up to where I want to be. Like sure. I, I, I'm up at the store, I'm up at the improv, I'm up at the Laugh Factory. Mm-hmm. Would I love to get up more? 100%. But what I can control is the other stuff I'm doing. Yes. And so I I, I was like, I, I mean, I went to film school and I and I loved it and then I just didn't do anything with it and now I just am like, I've gotten this like, there have been so many great movies coming out that have really just sparked that fire in me that I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to write and direct and I'm going to get somebody, I, I sold two things in my life. The two ideas that I had, I sold both of them. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get into a room with somebody that has millions of dollars and have them give me $5 million to make a movie. Cause if I can convince a network to make, you know, to put fucking house sparks on television, singing ACDC and spend a million dollars an episode, I'm pretty sure I can sell a great idea that I wrote.
0: Well, that's good, dude. Keep yeah. Fucking pumping away. Keep swinging will that band, dude. Will you be in it? Nope. No okay. fucking way. No, but <laughs> of course, dude, <laughs> I, know. I love you. I know um, you will. but you, 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 uh, just to do some fun little plugs real quick that you uh you already have uh you already have your comedy central set that's out right now you can go to comedycentral.com and
1: watch it bill burr presents correct? bill burr presents yeah bill yeah. picked uh, i think you. 18 comics me rosebud, rosebud baker rosebud who i fucking love uh, who else uh Jordy, ploy uh, J.F. Is. harris so uh, F. Uh, F. eleanor harris. Kerrigan. eleanor the shit uh rick ingram love my guy yeah, it was it was great oh uh brenton biddlecombe who's love who also I love. my guy who else uh, this guy uh Kyrie shabazz that that fucking great killed name it. yeah dude white dude which is crazy <laughs> blind, blind 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 white, white guy uh mormon Mormon, blind, white big, Mormon. Big name in the Mormon religion is Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie Shabazz. And Shabazz. is a, is a So family
0: go watch Mormon that now here. on ComedyCentral.com. CC.com, I think, is where you can see all that stuff. Uh, It'll probably be
1: on YouTube. It's probably on YouTube. It's at probably this on this point, YouTube,
0: yeah. yeah. And then uh, go to Josh. What is your website? You got a website, dude? It might have any? been shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You don't even know if it's still running. I, don't, I mean,
1: I hadn't updated it in a long we'll time. Put you but, in the description. But go. We'll but again, yeah, <clears throat> I'm Josh Adam Myers on all social media. But listen to the podcast. That's yeah. The my one favorite thing we're going to push you to, we'll put
0: it in the description below about his podcast called The Five Hundred. Start with my episode. That's what you should do. No, it's great.
1: It's his is great because it's actually
0: really we go into very great depths. People, a lot of my fans, I've talked music on the podcast a lot. And a lot of my fans are like. You got to give me new music suggestions. Because sometimes I'll suggest music when I'm on here. Um, I usually go through my phone and tell you what the new clips of things I'm listening the, the band Tourist, the Tourist I've listened to. You know Tourist? You know that, man? Yeah. That's a new thing to check out. Check out the song Elixir. I really like that shit.
1: Will you, you send me the thing. link? Or- yeah. Share, share it to me. I'll share it to on, you, baby. On, Spotify. on
0: Spotify. dude.
1: Spotify, Yeah, I'll share
0: that shit. But um, in the meantime, uh, listen to that shit. Listen to the 500. He's got so many... Great guests that have already been on that fucking show and way more to come. Thank you for coming to this, dog. Oh, this is great. This was so much fun. You are the best. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk away. You got to look into the camera. You can either say one word or one phrase by yourself with me out of frame to end the episode. Go
1: ahead. Fuck. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Shabazz. In here. We pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy, and ginger. Like that, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers, oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.